Welcome to the Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. Hi there, dear listeners. Today, I want to talk about what to do if you want more feedback. Now, in most of my coaching engagements, we start off with a 360 assessment. And my clients love this because they feel like they finally get all this feedback that they've been looking for. And they finally get to understand what other people think of them and how they're being perceived. By doing this, and even when it feels uncomfortable to ask for this feedback and listen and hear all those positive and also negative things, this is a process that can be invaluable to someone's career, to their competence, and ultimately their performance. Now, in today's podcast episode, I'm going to talk about what you can do in your day-to-day to get more feedback from the people that you work with most because you don't have to wait for a 360 to get started with this process and just building in feedback loops in your work and this is one of those areas where you want to take full ownership right you can't wait for your organization to put this on a silver platter and provide you the 360 and the beautiful performance review and then hope that your manager will deliver it on that silver platter in the most effective way now this is on you because you are the ceo of your career of your life and you are in charge so therefore your decision to start those feedback loops ask the right questions and that's what we're going to talk about because there is a right way to go about it and there is a wrong way to go about it. So first off, before we even dive into how to ask for feedback, I want you to get really clear on what is actually going to be most helpful for you right now. Are you looking to get more appreciation? Are you looking to get more affirmation of the things that you are doing right? Do you feel like you're not fully valued? You're not sure what your strengths are and you're not quite sure if you're the right match for the job because you've never really heard your boss or those around you praise you for the work that you're doing. So that's the first option. You're looking for appreciation. Now, in this case, my suggestion is that you're asking for feedback at the end of a successful project or initiative or even a successful meeting or a successful presentation that you had. And in that moment, when you're asking for feedback, you can start off that conversation with saying, hey, I perceived this was going well, but I'm curious to hear what your perspective is. What are some of the things that you appreciated here that you liked that you thought went well? And what are maybe a couple of suggestions that you have for me if I were in that situation again sometime in the future? By doing so, you're setting the state that you're looking both for the appreciation, but you're also open for suggestion because you, you want to open up to balanced feedback, right? That helps you pull in some of the appreciation that you might be craving and looking for. And by the way, don't ever feel bad for wanting praise. This is a human need. And so you can either start being resentful because you're not getting it from your boss, or you can take charge and proactively ask for it and prompt Uh, feedback and affirmations and so forth. So the latter is the way we want to go. Now, the second type of feedback that you might be looking for is more constructive feedback. So if you look at studies, in fact, the majority of people are looking for more feedback, which is about 75%, depending on the study, it ranges between 70 and 80%, but let's say 75% of people say, I want more feedback from my boss. 
right? So this is huge. And the majority of people say they want more constructive feedback. Now, by all means, this does not undermine the importance of appreciation and recognition. But in the context of feedback, a lot of people want to grow and leverage insights and, and want to understand how they're being perceived by other people and, and improve their performance with that. So there is this underlying need and desire for growth. So just like we talked about when you're looking for praise, in, if you're looking for more constructive feedback, you also want to frame that up front. You can say, hey, I receive a lot of affirmative feedback and positive comments back, which I truly value and means a lot to me. But what I'm specifically looking for right now or in this particular circumstance is things that I could do better, right? So you're setting the context up front of what you're after. Therefore, the other person is not going to come back and say like, no, I think you did great because you already set the tone. I am not looking for you did great. I'm looking for constructive feedback. So as we're peeling the onion here on asking for feedback, get really clear up front. Are you looking for more positive, appreciative feedback or are you looking for more constructive feedback? Once you make that decision, know that whatever we're going to talk about next, you want to frame that first by saying that you're looking for either one of those types of feedback. So now let's talk about the biggest mistake that I see people make. That mistake is to ask people, do you have any feedback for me? Saying this is well intended, but here are the two problems with this particular phrase. Number one, it is a closed-ended question, meaning in the other person's brain, this sounds like a yes or no answer. And if I say no, that is absolutely a valid answer because you ask me, do you? And no, I don't is what comes first to mind because I haven't thought about giving you feedback. And so nothing comes to mind in that second. So therefore, I'm going to say no. And you know, that's just totally valid because you ask me yes or no. So we don't want to ask a closed ended question that can be answered with a yes or no. Instead, we always want to ask an open ended question that starts with a word such as, how or what that opens up the conversation to an actual real and valuable answer. The second issue with do you have any feedback for me is the word any. Any? I literally, I don't know, I haven't been thinking about giving you any feedback. And so any feedback, do you mean your punctuality? Do you mean the way that you speak your voice? Do you mean your presentation skills, your analytical skills? The design skills, the technical skills, the soft skills. I don't know. There's a million things I could be looking at and that can feel overwhelming. So if we ask, do you have any feedback? A lot of people feel that's way too broad of a question. Uh, I don't know. No, is then the answer, right? Or let me think about it and get back to you. And then the person never gets back to you. I know I've seen this many times before. So that's the biggest mistake. Scratch this sentence out of your vocabulary. Do not ask for, do you have any feedback? Now let's talk about what to do instead. So obviously you want to start with an open-ended question such as what or how, and, and you want to be very specific on the topic that you're asking feedback on. For example, is it my presentation skills or is it a particular project and how I was leading that project? Is it how I run meetings? 
Is it how I communicate? Is it how I delegate work? That's a very specific topic to ask feedback on. So think about that number one area where you feel you need to, you want to grow in and then ask feedback specifically on that. Now, when you're in those conversations and you're setting the context first of what are you looking for, and in addition to saying if you're looking for positive or negative feedback, I would also include something about why you're asking them specifically. So to personalize it, say, hey, I'd love to hear your suggestions on it because I like the way you do this or because of your experience or because I know that you've seen a lot and you might know better what's working and what isn't. Anything that personalizes the feedback request, right? Then you ask that open-ended question that's very specific on what you want feedback on. And as a little tweak, I would also remove that word feedback and ask for suggestions or advice instead. So when we're using feedback, a lot of people feel a little, it's a little bit of a charge towards for some people. And so that may hold them back from truly sharing what they're thinking. If you're asking for suggestions and advice, it's forward-looking and not about your past performance, but it's what to do better in the future or differently in the future or more of in the future. And it is also not associated with any negative associations with feedback. So let me recap. You're, you're telling them what you're looking for. You're telling them You're telling them what you're looking for. You're telling them why you're asking them specifically. And then you're asking the feedback with an open-ended question, very specific. And you're not using the word feedback, but you're asking for suggestions or advice. Okay, so now that you got this, let's talk about how to respond once you do start getting feedback or suggestions or advice. First off, let them know that you're thankful. So you're thanking them for whatever they just shared. Whether you agree with it or not, whether you like it or not, right? Thank you for giving your honest feedback or thank you for sharing this with me. I very much appreciate it. And now the feedback is either crystal clear because it was delivered in a way that you see exactly what that other person meant. In that case, you can talk about specific ideas that you have to change things up or do things better next time. You can ask that person to brainstorm with you a little bit. Or you just say thank you, you take good notes of it, and you leave it at that. Now, if that person gave you some suggestions or feedback that you're not quite sure what to do with it, don't stop right there. Because if you're not understanding what to do with it, and then therefore are not acting on the feedback, it can create more damage than if you've never asked. Because once people give you suggestions and give you feedback, they're also expecting you to act on it right? So if something is unclear, you got to stay in the conversation. You got to ask for examples. You got to ask clarifying questions to the point that you're understanding where they're coming from, even if you don't agree, but at least you're understanding their perspective and you see where this happened or how they came about to formulate this perception, right? And then you can talk about ways you can make this the situation better, ways that you can improve or do things differently. And if you disagree wholeheartedly, just disagree with what they're suggesting or where they're going with this, you can share context of things that they may not understand or might not be aware of that shows that helps them understand your perspective. 
And then don't get into an argument with them because they just opened up and they share things with you and they put themselves in a vulnerable position. So don't ever get angry with them or frustrated with what they're saying, right? You can add this additional context and then reiterate that you're being grateful and that you're thanking them and that you will consider or keep this in mind. Or you can also say, there are certain things that prevent me from doing this right now, but I'll keep this in mind because I take this to heart and I will get back to you maybe in six months. Maybe we can revisit in three months or in a few weeks but communicate with them so that they're not having the expectation that you will go out and change things around and then nothing happens because you never were quite on board with it, right? So communication is really, really important here. Now, when you're framing the conversation right, you're asking the right question and then you're responding in a way that is helpful, appreciative, and you're communicating where you stand, managing expectations from the other person as well, then you got 90% of this magic down. The remaining 10% is all about making this a habit, making sure that you're asking a lot of different people. That includes asking your boss, your peers, your boss's peers, and your direct reports, right? Really sort of diversify uh, the suggestions that you're getting from a wider range of people. People that observe you, they see you, and they're able to evaluate or assess your work performance, your attitude, or your behaviors. When you make this question a habit, and every time that you finished a project, finished a presentation, or it sounds like something might not working so well with the team, because it's a team meeting that you oh, feel like, I need some feedback on, then jump in, ask for suggestions, be this from your team, your boss, peers, other stakeholders, right? And when these feedback loops become a habit, you will see how fast you will grow, how much your performance will improve over time because you're taking charge of it. You're not waiting for other people to give you feedback. You're actively going out seeking the feedback. And now I cannot end this podcast episode without also talking about the importance of being a role model, right? So you're wanting more feedback, which likely means that other people around you also want more feedback. So your ability, so go out, give more feedback, give more praise. You can even chat up a peer of yours, someone that you work with and ask them, hey, should we build in a feedback around here? How is this project going so far uh, for both of us? So we both can learn or, you know, I'm observing your presentations in a team meeting, you're observing mine. How about we do an exchange of feedback? Next time around, I'm presenting, you give me feedback afterwards. Next time you're presenting, I'm going to give you feedback afterwards. So seek out partnerships like that. And generally, especially with your team, give constructive feedback. How to do that is a whole other episode, right? But simply giving feedback frequently and giving praise and recognition frequently will put you miles ahead. Then, of course, making it a habit with your team to reflect on projects and big milestones or big accomplishments or high-stakes situations and just building that in as a habit will make you a role model for looking for feedback and opening up the dialogue and having those vulnerable conversations. And speaking of vulnerability, of course, it also means that you own your mistakes, that you demonstrate your self-awareness to say, hey, this didn't go well for me. Uh, here's something that I did wrong and I'm looking for suggestions on how to do this better next time. Or 
I know that I have to do this better next time and here are some ideas. Do you have any other suggestions that I should consider? Those moments develop trust and strengthen your relationship and will make it a lot easier for your team members to receive feedback from you, but also to be more open to give you feedback in the future. So once you get that ball rolling and that ball is in motion because you're making it a habit and you're making it a safe space for people to give you feedback and for them to seek those feedback conversations, then the more feedback you will get and you'll never be in a situation again where you feel like you're stuck and you're not getting enough feedback and you don't know how well you're doing because no one's talking about your performance. You're in charge, my friend. This is on you. And if you need any help in making this happen, then send me a message at Ramona at RamonaShaw.com or check out the website www.RamonaShaw.com to see how I support my clients in making these things happen and learning the skills and tools that will serve them for the rest of their careers. And that's it for today. I'll see you next week on another episode of the Manager Track Podcast. If you love this show, then you love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.